Johnny boy. Hello, sir. I can't get up once I've sunk in this chair. How are Did you? you see Richard Dreyfus in this chair? <laughs> no. Oh, you have to. Was he here where he said all the right. stuff about being vomiting from the new Academy? He rules? just was, uh, <laughs> he was horizontal for a lot of the. Well, that's what I mean. Like, the, I, uh, I sat uh, down to, and it's You like, have to <laughs> see it to believe it, really. <laughs> but he didn't adapt to it. I mean, he just was very loose that yeah. day. Yeah. I mean, he would, he would be, I would be talking to like a head there. Yeah, yeah. And then he would get back up in the chair. I mean, he's just. Uh, <laughs> like big, like I, you feel I like Tom said, Hanks. I wish chair. I was that. Loose all the time. Yeah. Although, I don't feel. I feel much less stressed at this age than I did when I was young. Hmm. I think I do too. Even though I'm busier than I've ever been in my exactly. entire well, life. Well, that's part of the reason why. Yeah. Yeah. What makes you stressed? I know. Idleness. I know. I suppose to me, I always say that I'm not going to retire. Except I was just in France. I couldn't say that there. It'll set you on fire. But um, <laughs> you're going <laughs> to retire. Right. But. Um, <laughs> So I uh, said that when I I say on my show, when I die on stage, you can take selfies. And the only next thing is if they Uh dig you up to have sex, then I say, or alone. If that happens. (laughs) Oh, wow. You never know what's going to happen. But yeah, I feel like (laughs) the stress in my life was definitely in the earlier years because you're all about, oh my God, am I going to be a failure? Or like, how am I going to eat? Yeah. You know, but I, I don't never worry. even worried how I wanted to eat. I used to just, whenever I was hungry, I got a little bag of planters peanuts and they always filled me up. Now what I want to do, I read, have you ever heard of this is true? You know more models than I do. That models now, the skinny ones, eat paper towels soaked in water and that fills them up. I, <laughs> Bring all the brawny. Uh, <laughs> and then they just shit out the paper? I don't know. Well, they must. They must. It doesn't or maybe they it doesn't. get maybe they get the kind that de- you know that's environmentally correct, you know, <laughs> that vanishes in your system. I have not heard. I never heard that. Um, and also, models I, a long, long time ago, I realized that was not really a great avenue to pursue, <laughs> even for a hound such as myself. Well, I heard I was in here and I did the pose, but on the stripper pole, and they said no one else has ever gone to that pole here. Well, maybe not on camera, but yeah, certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I have never done a strip. I bet you have. Isn't I that, never have. Isn't that a great stripper yeah, pole in yeah. front of my old And I, I was at the Playboy Mansion once. And what would I do at the Playboy Mansion? But I was there once. Um, well, half was not half a... Uh, a very important voice back when oh nobody was God, talking yeah. about it yeah. for gay rights. Yes. Yes. And he also hired me. I loved working for him. He paid well. I even right at the end, I was on Playboy TV. I had some show where they I did remember. vintage porn. and I like. Showed, I remember yeah. that. You know, They what? were so, fine. I liked them. I forgot about, yes, I forgot about Playboy TV. I remember having a meeting at the Playboy Mansion about Playboy TV because yeah. I was like the only guy in America who had it. Yeah. Because here's what it was. It was. Or admitted it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, married guys couldn't get it because the wife is like, yeah. really, we're getting Playboy TV? Yeah. Uh, and by that time, porn was free. Yeah. So I don't get that either. You need a guilt tax. Porn free doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, well, now, it you works can, for me. Well, I don't think free. You can type in <laughs> Clarence Thomas naked in a Goodwill box, and it comes up without buffering. <laughs> that is discouraging. You used to have to go into Boner World Bookshop and slink over <laughs> well, to the creepy clerk and pay for it with a stolen credit card and jerk off all night. You can't do that anymore. 
<laughs> and you certainly were a pioneer, which <laughs> explains all the arrow marks on you. Um, you certainly were a pioneer of that milieu. I mean, which that, milieu? The milieu of creepiness. That yeah, and joyful so, creepiness. I mean, when I see in the news, like on an almost daily basis, stuff about drag queens, yeah. I think, wow, John Waters was like a half century ahead of his time on that. And drag queens then were square, and Divine was the first one that, drag queens hated Divine because they thought he made fun of it, and they were scared of him. But now, you know. Really? Yeah. I like drag kings are more interesting to me because they're like, look like boys I'd like, and then I find out, uh-oh. <laughs> so Divine is a man. Yes, Divine was not trans at all. He was a drag queen proudly. He didn't want to be a woman. He never dressed as a woman except when he made money, like RuPaul. <laughs> and the one thing RuPaul is a great key to his success. RuPaul has a great look as a man too. Most drag queens do not. Interesting, because I uh, so I remember Ru having RuPaul back on Politically Incorrect, yeah. which was you know I loved it. Um, and then I many years later I saw. I guess I don't follow the show like he does it. And I saw that look, and I was yeah. like, wow. Right, he can completely... He has a great look out of drag. He can be know? completely two different people. He calls it work clothes. That's what Divine called it, too. Divine, I always right. said, he didn't want to be a woman. He wanted to be Godzilla. We thought him up to what scare do, hippies. What do, you, <laughs> John, what do you think about this? I mean, I think what they really call this is intersectionality. Like, every, I mean, we're, we're talking about how uh, RuPaul could be in the world as a drag queen and also as looking like a regular yeah. normie. He was also black. I'm sure he also had friends who were not. You know, this is intersectionality that like, and they, they seem to pit the groups against each no, other. No, I'm against that. I said my show, we're weakening I, the pervert brand. We used to hang out all together. Why are we fighting? I don't care what anybody wants to be. The only thing with the trans movement, some of them need stylists. That's the one thing. And uh, I'm all for it. I don't care what anybody, you've said it too, I don't care what people want to be. I think they can change every day. But it, but, it's but a, then I start to think, am I a woman? I never thought that before. But it seems like no. everyone is now. You seem like in rich no. kids' schools, they're all non -binary. No, but you're not, you, 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 there's nothing about you that makes me go, oh, he's a woman. No, I don't, I don't want to, but then and I think, you're, and you're maybe, not, I, right. I, I, you I always like, say, I look for the proton, but mine's the royal we, and they don't have that to check. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're, I can tell you're not a woman because you like guys. Yeah, but you know, the real, and this is true, Christine Jorgensen, who was the first trans I ever knew about in my life, and the greatest headline ever that they could never get away with today was, G.I. goes abroad and comes back abroad, <laughs> which is a great, great headline. Wait, but she Christine Jorgensen always, yeah, oh. Christine Jorgensen always said she wasn't gay <laughs> because she couldn't have sex with a man until she was a woman. That I understand in a way. Right. That, that explains something. Sure. It does. Yeah. But what I'm talking about with the intersectionality is not just the acceptance of we're different. They're, that's not what they're fighting about. They're fighting about who is more of a victim because of how many boxes you check. I mean, they have fights about like, well. Well, you're talking about who? Who's like they? Like black lesbian women. <laughs> like if you're black and a lesbian well, that's two points. You, right. uh, to me, <laughs> I'm, you I'm, know, I'm a lesbro. I always say, gay men need lesbian help. I'm too Nelly. I can't take change a fuse box. I need a lesbian to help. Oh, I see. <laughs> and, and, so, and lesbians like to fix things. Wow. 
and they're really good. So I'm always I like, I must be a gay man too, because I need a lesbian. <laughs> I can't change a fuse box either. I always got along with lesbians, and gay men didn't used to, but I don't know why, because they were the first people that helped start ACT UP, and their friends weren't dying of AIDS. So they were really brave and started up. So these days, I don't know. I live in Provincetown, which is, um, you know, there's a lot of everything there. Right. There's straight people too. Straight people get along well too. That's what I like. Everybody together. I was never a separatist. We all hung around together. Right. All the people that didn't fit in their own minorities didn't fit. We had rich white kids with black kids downtown that were gay. That were dry. who cares? We all got along together and took acid, and it was really nice. And also, when you're talking about who's a victim, who got shit on in life? I mean, there's so many ways it can happen besides just what the things you can quantify as, okay, I'm not of the majority of people the way they have sex. I'm not of the racial majority. But you, you could have like a great personality and the white guy could be you know, a boring white guy. Well, I said it's progress to say there's bad gay movies, there's untalented African-American rappers. I think right. that's progress to admit that. But I'm, that's why I'm against homeschooling because I think, yes, high school is horrible for the fu- fun people later in life, usually. But you got to learn how to fight. You got to, right. not, I don't mean physically, you got to learn how to outwit them. You, I was so crazy that the kids that would beat me up thought I hated authority more than they did. But you can't tell your kids that today. Just hate the teachers and you won't get beat up. So, uh, but I learned my way how to get through it and you didn't, and everybody kind of has to. Why, were you mocked in high school or something? A little, but not really, because I just wanted to be yeah. beaten. I didn't care what they thought. You know, right. I, I wanted to get out of there. But I got this shit beat out of me once. I never did. I could never. always talk my way out of it. Yeah, this I feel like I talked my way into this one. But yeah. did you ever beat the shit out of somebody else? I never Absolutely did that either. Not. I wouldn't. If there was no. a fight, I was. I could do it with words, but not. And physical. I wouldn't even give myself enough credit to say I've been in a fight in my life. <laughs> it was not a fight. I had the shit beaten out of me once <laughs> in my life. Oh, I, that that's happened to different. me. I got jumped and beat. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, for having one... a black woman as a date in Baltimore. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I'm shocked that you went out with a woman. Yeah, I had a girlfriend. You did? A long, long time ago. And this is before you knew what you really I were? I knew, but I was... Playing the part? Well, I was... Who knows? She was fun. She was in my movies. Great time. I had a great time with her. Did you have sex with her? Yeah. Oh, you did? Well, depends what you... Well, which one of the girlfriends? I had a couple girlfriends. I know. This seems so naive. I'm sure they sound like such yeah. an idiot off the turnip truck, but like... How can you get a heart on if you're not attracted to, like, I couldn't get a heart on for a man, but well, you say you actually did for a woman. Well, when you're 15 and 16 and 17, heart right. ons come quickly. And Even if you're looking at a hamburger, right. you get a heart on. And there's an easier place to put it yeah. with a woman. But, well, I don't know about that. Easy, Not easier? Than a mouth? Of a of meant a vagina or an asshole. Oh, I was talking about something oh. else. Well, there's many different holes that can be, you know. And I know, but that's the, what. But the, but the tightest one is the one you use. Speak for yourself. <laughs> well, I guess the yeah. I, I mean, so anyway, I understand that because there's a porn star I know who's really good, who is straight, and he's a gay porn star. And I said, well, how do you get it up then? He said, you just shoot it up before. What do you mean? You know, you can shoot your dick up and it stays hard for <gasps> 50 minutes. Shoot your, you mean a needle? Yeah, that's what Harvey Weinstein did. Remember they all said about oh, that. Oh, yes. Well, that's for people who are like. Well, it's the same thing. You can do it if you don't have oh. that too. You, anybody can shoot well, up your dick and it works. can't you just take Viagra? 
yeah, maybe this works better. I'm sure. Yeah, I guess anything yeah. that's directly injected. Yeah, yeah. So basically, they said they all use that, and go-go boys Are use that. Kidding? I never knew that. I never knew that till yeah. this. Second. Well, how do you think they get it hard all night and sit there with hideous men looking at them? You know, they oh. get that needle out. This is their work. It's like medicine for work. It's it's everybody, a, there's modern science is a great thing. It really helps people. I, <laughs> it certainly helps, yes, with stuff like that. Uh, what do you think when you see, like, I mean, we certainly see this in the heterosexual world, like um, Cher recently had a boyfriend who was... Good for old chickens make good oh, soup. I always I, said that. And I'm looking. That's for, that. I'm looking for people that like Geritol gentlemen and glamour puss Grammys. And the last thing is hospice hags. I hope I find a hospice hag. I'm getting there. I'm 77. Oh, that is so funny. A hospice hag. Yep. That's next. No, but like, and then necrophilia. I think they, <laughs> which that's fear of performance. I've said that on your show before. I think. Um, but. Okay, I think they broke up. I read that too, but I but like Cher. I've met her I before. Love her, and uh, I think she's great. Love Good her. for her. And Harvey Levin was here, and he was telling me about like when AIDS was ravaging in the eighties, and Cher was like the best person. Like she went and visited people. So did Elizabeth Taylor. They all did. yes, a lot but of like Cher did it like without any you know, publicity yeah. about it. And yes, Elizabeth Taylor was great yeah, too. Elizabeth there Taylor was, really did that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but okay. So I think, and Madonna, I certainly mm -hmm. have seen with guys 40 years younger than her. So, and, I mean, I think, you know, <clears throat> I don't care what people, some hey, people no. like old people. I had a boyfriend once who was always with older men. And I said, why? I said, cause I always be younger. Won't I? Won't I? Well, that <laughs> explained it. Oh, why not? a stupid question. <laughs> I know it's a, people think it's a it's a physical thing, which is it's certainly well, people like old people. It's just what your what your love map is. Doctor Money, the crazy right. psychologist from Baltimore that got in so much trouble on Oprah. He was my friend, and he wrote a book called Love Maps. That you're born with a type, and you got to figure out that that type. If you keep falling for it over and over, and it brings you misery, you got to change it. But sometimes right. you really still want that always. And everybody has a love map. Well, that's exactly. And that's, that's, I mean, this is my story and I'm sticking to it, you know, but it's not just how someone looks. I mean, obviously people were all cuter when we're younger, duh, but you know, people can be attractive uh, into age, but it's more of like a, a, um, I guess joie de vie maybe would be the right phrase. Just a, uh. There's something about being in your 20s. You just haven't been shit on enough, perhaps, in life. And you just have a, this optimistic, great-looking attitude. But maybe just you want to meet somebody older that can show you things that you've never I'm seen. Saying, from, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about yeah. from my point of view. Yeah. To the, and they quite the reverse. And the thing is, if I can't be young my whole life, which I can't, the next best thing to me is to be around it and then feed off it like the vampire I am. <laughs> well, I agree. Whenever I hear any people my age saying, oh, they didn't have as much fun as we did when yeah. you were young, that means you're an old fart and have no influence right. anymore. Right. Because you have to keep up. You get youth spies. I read music reviews. I spy on people. I eavesdrop. I mean, you must have so many younger people um, who adore you. And, and so I bet you you spend a lot of your time, like I do, not with people my age, not that I don't love I have my, all old, age. my old friends, but yes. 
But I just came back from a week in France. I did a book tour. And the French have always been so great to me. And the kids were 20. They weren't even born when I made my last movie. Right. And they, all the young boys were giving me French poetry. They wrote, I felt like a dirty old Verlaine. Well, you are. <laughs> no, but, no but, I didn't act on anything. Okay, I know. Yeah. But, um, Come on over to my house I, but, and read that poem. No, I didn't. But that's what I'm talking yeah. about is that it's so great that you've, you know, you've feathered your nest all these years and you have this body of work and, you know, celluloid is forever. So it doesn't matter if they were born like 50 yeah. years after you, the movie was made. And then here you are reaping in later life the fruits of that with the thing that is so hard to get unless you've done something like that yeah. when you're older, which is why else would, I mean, 20-year-olds wouldn't norm, if you were just John Waltman yeah. walking down the street in Paris, the young 20-year-old guys are not yeah. going to be giving you poetry. No. I mean... But in France, it's always been... I went there for my 70th birthday, and I took five friends, and we went out the wow. first night and walked across the bridge, and a kid on a bicycle rode by us, did a U-turn, and came back and said, welcome to Paris, Mr. Waters. And I thought, oh. is this a Woody Allen movie? Did somebody pay him to do this? But it was true. It was just so great. I'm so happy for you that you got to see that. I'm happy for me yeah. that I, that I yeah. got to, get to see my version of that, I said too. to Debbie Harry recently, aren't we lucky? She just came back yeah. from a huge tour where she's so respected and doing that. Aren't we lucky that we live long enough to see this, you know? Is she one of your buddies? Yeah, she's a great buddy. And, uh, you know, I always joked, and though, yeah, she's doing great. And she's lasted forever. She can sing every kind of music. She never, she had a movie career. Then she this. She was the same thing. She right. didn't wait till you know, something didn't work. You try something else. Right. It's just as important. And what's yeah. she doing now? Singing. She does tours in giant stadiums. She stuff. does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blondie had just had a huge... With Blondie? Sometimes, yeah, oh. definitely. But they just did it in London, like huge stadiums and getting amazing reviews. And she's having really great time, you know? Yeah, they did a reboot of the movie American Gigolo. Yeah. Did you see? No, it was like... I didn't see it. Why <laughs> they should remake the bad ones, not the good ones. They should remake Ice Castles and movies like that. <laughs> Why? Oh, because they were bad they the were first? They were bad, uh... so they get a second <laughs> rewrite, you know? Why would you make the classics over? And just yeah, ruin them. I'm always amazed that they keep making movie like some movies over and over again, and they're never good. Like The Great Gatsby. Like, and the last time the Leonardo DiCaprio yeah, one, because yeah. there was a Redford one, and I think there was two before that. And I thought, well, maybe the book sucks. Well, Not sometimes sucks, bad maybe, books make good movies and good books make bad movies. That happens a lot. Or maybe everyone was just, you know, it's amazing when you look back with anything cultural or with, with people's tastes, like how much it changes. I mean, I very often am watching because I see some, I watch movies in the bathtub and all over the place. You and, stay in the bathtub that long? Why? Aren't you all wrinkled when you get out? No. What, do you keep putting hot water in? What? <laughs> How, I mean, what kind of movie are you oh, watching? Oh, I, you All movies you, are five you, hours you, long You now. think I'm watching the whole movie. <laughs> oh, you, no, no, yeah. no. I watch movies <laughs> in half-hour segments. Okay. I have okay. hours a long time in a tub. No, a half hour is a perfect time in the tub. Doesn't the water get cold? No. It's what? Have you ever taken a bath? I take a bath every night. Showers are too violent for me. I told you that before. I only take baths. I take a well, you have to take a shower first. No, no, so. no. I take baths and then I'm always in my hotel and the thing is says I have to have a hotel with baths. It's getting harder and yes, harder to find them. Yes, it is. They don't have them anymore. Yeah. I know. 
they all, I guess, want us to stay at Airbnb or something. No, no, even in hotels, they don't have no, I understand. anymore. Not, not new a, ones, yeah. Yeah. If you're hiring, you're currently dealing with economic uncertainty, i.e. a ginormous shit show. The number one job hire right now is to hire someone to fire people. I kid the bad economy, but now more than ever, it's important to hire the right people faster. Mainly start with the ones who want to work, which for some reason is rare. Thankfully, there's a hiring partner who is focused on you and your needs, ZipRecruiter. From pricing to technology, everything that ZipRecruiter does is for you. And right now, you can try them for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash random. Here's how ZipRecruiter works. ZipRecruiter sends your job post to over 100 job sites, identifies the best matches for your job, and lets you invite candidates you really like before other businesses can snag them. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash random. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash random. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. What's the first thing that someone notices about you? In most cases, it's your face and more importantly, your skin. Unless you're still wearing a mask outside, then they notice that you're a moron. <laughs> Just a joke. It's time to put your best face forward. How do you do that? by adding in a skincare routine. It's not hard, you just don't have the right tools until now. Clinically proven to reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging, Caldera Lab is the leader in men's skincare and is here to save the day. Get an exclusive discount at calderalab.com random to enjoy 20% off their best products. The skincare world is heavily female-driven. Guys are like, who cares about my skin? I'm buying dinner. But it's time to change all that. Not the dinner thing, that'll never change. Your skin. Luckily, men's skincare has never been easier with Caldera Lab and the Regimen. You have a great start to your day with the clean slate and the base layer. The good is your go-to go at night before bed. It's a serum that makes you look so young, your wife will consider having sex with you again. But seriously, she won't. In every drop of this serum, there are 3.4 million antioxidant units protecting your skin. That's so many antioxidants, it's like getting gang-banged by an entire field of blueberries. It takes less than a minute, morning and night, to help reduce your wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. Get 20% off by going to calderalab.com slash random. That's 20% off by going to calderalab.com slash random. Jump into first impression royalty with Caldera Lab. Do you like adventure? Check out Expedition Unknown, a podcast with Josh Gates from Discovery Channel. Josh Gates is a member of the Explorers Club and has a degree in archaeology. Panty dropper alert. On Expedition Unknown, he travels all over the world searching for lost cities, buried treasures, and the truth behind unsolved legends. From the remote jungles of Cambodia searching for a lost relic to the American Midwest to find the legendary loot of Jesse James, Gates wants to get to the bottom of these mysteries. Listen to Expedition Unknown wherever you get your podcasts. The point is, John, that like I'm watching shit like... Like I'll see, I'll go flip through the movie guide and see, and then of course they're showing all these fifty movie channels, and 
you know, they'll be like, oh, look at that, Terms of Endearment. I remember that from 40 years ago. We all like came all over that one yeah. in 1982. And then I watch it and I'm like, what the fuck were we so excited about? Well, this, cancer, it, you were sobbing, but today you weren't. That's the difference. That was a tearjerker. It was. And, and, and I liked it too, when I, in spite of myself. It was hard of me to admit I liked it then because it was such a tearjerker. But it, sometimes tearjerkers work and they are good. I found it, well, first of all, I didn't remember what even the story was. I remember it was Deborah Winger and I guess Jeff Daniel, um, Charlie McLean sure, and Jack yeah, Nicholson, yeah, yeah. of course. That I remember, the astronaut part. I completely forgot that the whole movie is that halfway through she suddenly has cancer. Yeah. Which is like the oldest trick in the book. I found but also now in real life, this happened. And a lot of people <laughs> I know suddenly have cancer. Well, it always so, happens in yeah. real, but not when you're that young. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is part of the, you know, let's kill the young girl genre in show Love business. story. Wasn't like, that the first I just one? watched that again. Well, that was a howler then. I thought it was terrible. I am. Well, I think then people thought it was terrible. It was just a huge hit. That was never, did that get Oscar nominations or anything, I don't think, did it? But you know what's funny about that movie is like, I am the easiest cry for in a movie. Mm -hmm. Like in real life, very hard to make me cry. But like, if you just push the right buttons and it's not even that hard, I will cry at a movie. That movie, like, Nothing. Right. It was. Right. It, she, it's sad, but it doesn't do that thing. Whatever that thing is yeah. that makes you cry, it's just plain sad. And it was yeah. just like, also like I didn't really give a fuck about either one of them. <laughs> they look like they were like they were like pre Gen Zs yeah, of see, their I never, era. I don't even know if I ever saw a love story. To be honest, I just heard so much about it that I rejected it before I even saw it, which was probably on. What about the song "Honey"? Which song was that? The song in it. Bobby, no, remember Bobby Goldsboro in 1968 had a number one hit called Honey. You don't remember See the Tree, How Big It's Grown? Well, now that you're crooning it, it's, but I'm having flashbacks. Friend, yeah. it hasn't been too long. It wasn't big. Oh, but I just remember all the great teen death songs in the 50s, like the one Tell Laura I Love Her and the... and. Uh, and the scene, the best one was where he digs her up and has sex with her. Do you remember that one? There no. was a novelty song, I Want My Baby Back, it's called. I got my baby back. And you hear Kroc and a coffin <laughs> open, and you hear him smothered inside. I got my no, baby I mean, I back. Was... One of the most shocking novelty hits, and it was in the top 40 in America. Well, that just shows. Look it up. I got my baby back. It's yeah. Called. See, you, you have memories of the 50s. I do not. Yeah. Well, and that sounds like it might have been very formative in the creation. Well, it certainly it. was at the time. I thought, what is this? You know, but all those teen suicide, teen angel and all those songs that now you would never have a teen suicide song. So you're, uh, you're, so you're on the road that much. I do 40 shows a year. 40. Yeah. But you have a private plane. I don't. That's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> he spits out. <laughs> um, I have 40 shows a year. Plus, I write books and do everything else, just like you do. We have many, right. many things. We're busy yes. boys. That's good. It's so good. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not ever I'm, bored. I don't understand people right. bored. Oh, no. Just open your eyes and watch people. I also have no problem with free time if I have like Me too. a I a have it. Yeah, it's not like off. I don't work seven days a week. I don't have to go anywhere. There's, I there's, do always have to go. Really? I have fear of not flying. <laughs> That's an awesome line. You know. Man. And the other thing I thought today, the writer's strike, I wish they had that in high school. What do you mean? I would have to do my homework. You know, if, if you were a writer in the Writers Guild and the Writers Strike happened and you were still in high school, you could not do your homework and they couldn't make you do it. 
So that's, I'm trying to think of good things, you know, yeah. as an optimist. I wish I could uh, be sanguine about it at this moment, but it just. Oh, happen. no. It's like, you can't have a movie that's about ready to get made. And oh, maybe they hired me to uh, write the script for this. Oh, I, I remember when now. you were on real time for yeah. this. I read this for that. I can't do so it. Far. Oh, by the way, the thing about, and this is your book. It just came out in paperback. Liar Mouth. Yeah. Oh, it just came out in paper. Yeah, well, you plugged it on. Yeah, yeah last it's time I did so show, funny. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I love a novel. I, it's, it's too rare that I read novels because I have so Oh, really? I reading. always read them. I like them. Uh, we, I know. I like them too. There's just not, not enough hours in the day. But the thing about, she steals luggage. Well, people could do that. Definitely. And then, this is before that guy in oh, the. He read the book, I think. <laughs> you mean okay, the trans, the one a, that works for it, Biden that steals luggage. I think what, he read the book. What is his name? Brinton, I, don't I think. I know his name. Okay, I used to. Um, must was he on your show? No. <laughs> you should get him on but now. He was, he was a high level official, I yeah. think, in, in the um, energy department. And, you know, where the energy department is the department that watches over our nukes and matters nuclear. Yeah. And he was like, you know, he certainly was well qualified, but he was a, f a full out wearing a dress. Full trans, but you shouldn't be stealing suitcases and, or, right. you know. And to me, I did know somebody that used to steal the flight attendant's pocketbook always on an airplane. It's always in the same place. But why, what is this? But stealing the luggage, you can easily do it because they don't check anymore. Remember in the old days, you had a tag and when you got your luggage, there was somebody there that so matched what, you, the tag. So what, you take your bag and then one other? Yeah, you go in. Well, she has a fake chauffeur and everything that she stands there with. But basically, you just pick up a bag and take it. And then if, you, if they but say where, anything, you say, oh my God, I, I have the same suitcase. But where's your suitcase? You don't have one. You just, you don't, you're not on the plane. You just go to the airport that morning. Oh. In the in where you live. And she would. But how can you get past security to. Well, you, at the luggage claim, anybody can go down that flight. Where the luggage comes down, you don't have to go through security where that is. You walk right out. Oh. So you just stand around luggage and you, especially if you have a fake chauffeur, you point to one, they pick you up. And since the book comes out, I have been stopped for random searches more than usual. And I don't know why, because I never used to get that. But, but this sounds like something that, it, it's not something that a common thief does because- Yeah, they oh, do. But now the uh, problem is they have cameras, so you have to go to different cities. You can only do it once or twice. But it seems more like a fetish thing. Like this person wasn't yeah. really looking to get rich. They were looking because it's just, just like- think of it. Potluck, what's in somebody's well, if luggage? if you do a couple a day, I mean, think what's in a suitcase, really. What? designer clothes uh people well, most people don't put their computers and stuff in there but um it's your underwear it's your shaving i have kit. more than underwear i'd be really mad that's why i always take anything i'm writing with me or anything i'm having yeah. memorized yeah. they'd get nothing out of my suitcase oh mine well they they've st one time somebody stole my la mer cream out of my suitcase in a check bag that cost 250 dollars. okay i guess we have different ideas yeah. <laughs> well or personal things i guess you could blackmail people too you know right but still there are people that do steal suitcases and there are people that uh in airports and since i trap they always say the first thing they tell you in high school is write what you know so since i'm practically on an airplane every day it was easy to do research about it and i did know somebody that stole the flight attendant's pocketbook always and i was always so shocked by that that she would do that it's always yeah. in the same place so what do you do? So if you're not, if you're only on the road 40 days a year. Well, that's 80 because you've got to go and come back. Okay. 
<laughs> I know you. When you came to Baltimore, you went back the same night All on your right. private plane. Let it but, <laughs> go. Put a crowbar in your wallet and, and rent the plane. What the fuck are you jocking me for? Uh, but but so, and then what else do I do? Well, I do. Here's what I've got. I've got the John Waters Summer Camp, which is three days where people live as my characters. I have. I host the Big Punk Rock Festival in Oakland every year. It's the seventh year. I have the John Waters Easter in San Luis Obispo. I do birthday shows. The only thing I don't do is but, Groundhog's Day. And eventually I'm going to do that, but then I'd have to do the same show I did two years ago, but then I'd have to memorize it again. So but, these, but these are all things you do on the road. Yeah. Okay. At home, I write books and movies. You just, so, but that's a lot of days alone at home. Yeah. So I'm like, used to that. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm just asking you, like, what you're, um, I'm curious, what you're, like, how many nights a week do you like go out to dinner with friends? I would say uh, out of seven. I'm almost never home seven straight days in a row. But right. if I am three nights at least, I go out to dinner. And I it, oh. and I love to stay home. It's like a me too. Yeah. And I also love and to I, have dinner with my friends. Yeah, but I have dinner with my friends a lot. You, know? you do. And I'm I'm in Baltimore. I have the oldest friends. I don't trust people that don't have old friends. I've had friends for oh, 50, exactly. 60 years. Me too. Yeah, I'm just saying. So that's who I see. Yeah, in Baltimore. Yeah. And I have an apartment in New York. I have friends in New right. York. I have apartments in San Francisco. I have a whole circle of friends there. And I live in Provincetown in the summer, which I have a whole circle of friends. So, so you have five homes. Four. Well, four. three I own, one I rent. So you divide your time. Most of them in Baltimore, but yeah, those other places like I'm going, yeah, I'm going to, yeah. I mean, if you own a place, you I spend a considerable amount of time there. Mm, it's not much, but I don't care. It's See, always can... ready for me. The cleaning lady, I have four sets of underpants, the key to happiness. I was going to say, see, I could never do that, d divide myself between places like that, because I have to know where everything is. I know where everything is. Right. But like, <laughs> but you and can't, all my homes look exactly the have, same. But you can't have four of everything everywhere. No, like, I don't have the exact same four under, but I have a whole I, set of underwear, a whole set of t-shirts. I, I have feel like clothes. I'd be in one place and be like, God damn, I need those cuticle scissors. And well, I do have cuticle scissors in all four. Well, I, I'm just using that as... <laughs> Okay, whatever it is, a butt plug, my yeah. favorite one. I don't one. have any butt plugs. Uh, oh, I hung them. I don't have a butt plug. I'll be honest oh. with you. Sex Why don't you no. sing, Yes, We Have No Bananas Well, now. let me tell you something. Somebody once <laughs> gave me a baby Jesus butt plug, and I threw it out because I was so afraid I'd die, and people think I had it for real. But I say in my show, you should make ornaments. You should put them as Christmas decorations and decorate them with your family on amphetamine. <laughs> so there's, there's a good... Thing you can do with every oh my God. every weird thing that people give you, but no, I don't have any butt plugs. Do I? No, I don't think so. A butt plug is a misnomer, is it not? Because it it is. <laughs> what do you mean? Your... I think it plugs your butt. What do you mean? Okay, uh, again, I am not the most learned scholar in this area, but is it not to loosen the butt? For... No, I think it's um, to get and... tension, or I, I think it's like I, I guess yeah. if some people like to. Well, I don't know how rude I can be. If you wanted to climax and some men like to get a finger up there, something like that. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. And don't play stupid. I'm not playing stupid. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Straight men like that. Too. Isn't a butt plug to loosen i don't think so i think some people wear it all day i don't understand that my friend pat always says look at that man he has a butt plug on i can tell like a banker sitting there i i don't know but it's certainly not to plug something up no it's not so you for diarrhea right you know? so no, it's, it's not, not a that. it's not a stopper it's not a plug <laughs> no. and i think it is a loosener 
I think it's I'm getting a, this from porn. I think, well, the thing that I'm amazed <laughs> by about be... porn, here's the thing that gay men do. I had never heard about squirting on women until I saw porn, and I still don't understand it. And I say that basically, I've seen porn of it, though, that you should really develop that if you're out it with your gynecologist because think, if there's an old votive candle that's still burning, you can bang, put it out with 20 feet. You can really be the hero of your family celebration at Christmas. You can't and, imagine why that's sexy? No. Uh, like, what are they uh, squirting? Can well, you just tell okay, me? But I'm talking about is like it urine dirt. and cum? Oh, God, I hope it's not urine. Well, I think it is. It is? It's partially, yeah. Like during actual sex when they're having an orgasm? I don't, I'm not the one you should know. I feel me. like I should make that Lucy yeah. noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there is urine involved. Oh, God. You've been involved in shooting. You've seen, I, I mean, you, sometimes, act, sometimes, you have encouraged a woman to I, I, you, I'm not encouraging them. It's just some women are very. Um, I just never, gay men don't know about this. It's a new I'm thing telling you. Were, I, oh. If it wasn't for porn, I would have no idea. I said, oh my God, what is that? But you, you, I mean, this is disconcerting news because like, boy, sometimes it's like you need the splash guard from SeaWorld. And that, oh if my it, God. Uh, if, it's, uh, if it's, I think it's. A splash guard. I, I, anyway, uh, John, I'm just I'm the, the new things you discover. I'm 77. I don't I, know I'm about just, squirting. Yeah. I, that's crazy to me that that yeah. you of all people. Well, I had heard, but then I saw porn of it. But somebody who's into so much more unnatural and crazy and freaky shit. Like, than how that. do you know what I'm into? I've seen your movies. That's not I'm, as as many Alfred Hitchcock said. I don't kill people in showers. You know, just because it's I in know, my movie the, doesn't oh, mean you I said, do it. I know, but you're not really claiming that there's a complete disconnect between what an auteur comes up with and puts on film. It is what your idea is. Well, I mean, everything's a little bit in your mind, but. You know, I have never eaten a dog turd. Right. <laughs> I know, but But you, why? But but John Ford also never made a movie about that. I feel like you're different than John Ford. Not, well, yes. not worse. I, yeah, I, different. I'll, I'll say that's probably true. I really got to catch up with John Ford because, like, <laughs> I keep hearing things from various people. They're usually cinephiles. and But, like, he does have this reputation as, like, oh, you have... <laughs> I never Again, liked the, his movies. I, I rooted for the Indians to kill him in all his movies. The, the Native Americans, you can't say Indians. My favorite thing, and I think you've talked about, is is Sasheen Littlefeather, who oh. then found out that she was a pretender, I, and they came up with that word. She's the Rachel Dolezal of that movement. Isn't that amazing? It is, that, but I, mean, I say... People say to me in my show, I bring her up, and they say, oh, you should give her a break. Why? I say, if I came out at a dashiki and sang Misa Luba and called myself a Caucasianot, they would give me shit. That's hysterical. You know, but that's the next step. That's the only thing I could do to yes. compete with her. I may have told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. When I read that obituary of Sasheen Littlefeather, I said to Quentin Tarantino, you have to make this movie where he loves to remake the endings of yeah. real events. The night she, she goes to the Oscars, they boo the shit out of her. Yeah. John Wayne has to be restrained from <laughs> rushing the stage, <laughs> a la Will Smith. She goes to Brando's house with the trophy and gets shot at on his front step. I said, make the movie where she, he loves strong women characters, where she is sashing little feather, then takes revenge on the entire Hollywood community who booed her. And but she can't now because she was a fake. And that's the ending. 
And then it turns out she's not. No, even I think it'd be a great movie. She hadn't shot John Wayne would be, you know, exciting he would, movie. Exactly. But you can't now because she was a fake the whole time. And that, and you said on your show, didn't you say, so what if people can be a different sex? Why can't you identify with what race you want to be? Right. In a way, there's, you know, how far does it go either way? But like, wouldn't you love to see, I don't know, Russell Crowe as John Wayne? <laughs> And I'd rather see Russell Crowe and Sasheen Littlefeather. <laughs> Sasheen Littlefeather could be played by, like, that girl who played Who's Wednesday. Did you watch? Christina Ricci? No, no. The, oh. No, they re... <laughs> I know they did it. Well, she they was did. in it, too. No, she was in another yes, one. Yes, she was. She was in it. Yeah. Yes, but she wasn't Wednesday. No, no, no. Wednesday was, I can't remember. She's new. She was terrific, and it was, she'd be a good Sasheen Littlefeather. Mm-hmm. But, I think the story is too short because people, only people remember are kind of our age and no one liked her that much. I no, mean, she was never, but it was a giant yeah. moment. Yeah, it was. And, yeah. and the fact that my, when I did the thing on it in real time, yeah. the point I was making was look where the liberals were 50 years ago. These, this was liberal Hollywood who booed yeah. the shit out of her and somebody shot at her according to her anyway. Well, and we can't believe much she said, can we? That's the thing. <laughs> it, it, it's very possible. Yeah, but and she made that up too. Because her whole family said, we shut up for years. But once she died, we said, we don't have a drop. But you like living alone, like I do, right? You could never live with somebody. Oh, I've lived with people. You have? Uh-huh. For a long time? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And they always don't want to be in the public life. Which I'm like Dolly Parton. And then what, these were, these were... Boyfriends that I've had that, you boyfriends, know... Boyfriends, relations. But they have real lives and they're not in show business. They right. know I'm in it, but they're not in press, which is so nice. And when was the last time you were in one of those relationships? Recently. Really? Mm-hmm. But it ended? Mm-hmm. That's, I don't know that. Oh. <laughs> but it was not badly or anything. I mean, it's... Um, but you don't seem like, I mean, I don't know you that well and I don't see you that often, but you don't seem like someone who's ever been in some sort of, oh... This relationship is over. Woe is me, trough for too long. I've had that. You, <laughs> really? Sure. I mean, I think, yes. And I'm 77. Were, were you like moped for a year? I wouldn't say mope, but I always just worked harder. But certainly I have been through emotional relationships, definitely. Yeah. Haven't you? Yes. Yeah. But I'm heterosexual. Well, you don't think homosexual <laughs> no, I'm, people I'm go I'm joking, of course. Yeah, no. It's, um, it's not. That is the same. Exactly. You know, I'm sure. Love is the same. No, I remember when they legalized gay marriage, like not even the national one, but like somewhere, I forget, you know, it was going state by state, I think, for a minute. And it was some state that was not like one of the usual suspect liberal states. And you saw like the, you know, they had the film crew in front of the courthouse where all these gay people were getting married. And it was like such an eye opener that it, you know, it was like, wow. Gay or sh- there's a lot of schlubby people who are gay too. You're like, well, you heterosexual, we would think because when we see the images on TV, it's like right. you're either, you know, uh, riding a penis popsicle or, right, you're, right, or right. you're gorgeous. Well, or you're, I think, and there was just like, oh, it's everybody. See, I hated every wedding I ever went to, straight or gay. I think right, it's a me corn. Too. I, I oh, hate going to weddings. I won't do I it. I was on a TV show where I played the groom reaper, where I was the one where they were going to die each week. So, uh, and talk about squirting, it oh. puts women in heat. Like, just being around it. And also, well, 
not some of the women I know, but um, it also is a way to really spend too much money and for what, you know, but I'm for marriage. I believe in it. My parents had a really happy 70 year marriage. My parents had a yeah. very good 41 yeah. year marriage yeah. too. So I believe in it. I believe it's possible. I don't get well, an open marriage. Then don't get married. I, and threesomes, you're, somebody's always the lettuce. I agree. Who wants to be I, the lettuce? <laughs> Exactly. No. I could not agree more it's, about that. I don't that. get it. Then don't it's, get married. I don't it get was, it. I always said it's better for the ego than the dick. You know, like it's something you do when you're 32 or something around that. And you think, oh, you're hot shit and you want to. And you're, you're right. It just, it doesn't work. One person gets left out no matter what. So then fuck a real sandwich. That's called splashing. That's splashing. That's fucking food. It's <laughs> a lot easier. And you can be a pig about that. That sandwich was asking for it. Also, you can be terrible about one it. One person is always jealous. Unless like, the, unless a threesome happens like completely spontaneously among the three How can people. It, what, on the street or something? Well, I don't know. How spontaneously I, 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 well, can it happen? You go home with somebody and the other person I'm wanders sure, in trying to get a glass of milk and feed Are you kidding? I'm sure it... At uh, Ibiza in four in the morning when everyone's on ecstasy and out of the country, I'm oh, sure maybe three sons of energy or something. But well, yeah. that's like three people just go, let's, I don't know you, I don't know you, and I don't know you. It's perfect. But if one person is already somewhat involved with another person, there's going to be jealousy. And they, if you're a married couple and then one of them says, would you like to have a threesome? That means the other one's on the way out. Really, what? it means if two a, a couple, if one of them says to the other couple, well, "Let's open a marriage and have a threesome," the person that said it is right. the one that wants to get rid of the other one. Of course, <laughs> you're, if you say yes, you're on the way out. Right, definitely. Right. No, it's uh, it's just it doesn't fit, and it's I guess there are people who are. But I off. know now people that are in threesomes that are like married, like when you invite Trouble. them, it's plus two. Well, it's not plus one. It's, they are a, a they thruple. would be offended if they, yeah, that word, I don't know thruple. how to say it. Yeah. But it, you, you, you have to You know people invite, like that? Yes. I don't know any thruples. I know two. Can you describe them? Well, they're... Like two men, two women? Yeah, they're all men. Two of them are Oh, they're men. all... Th no, there were two men, three men together. Three men together. Yeah, like the three stooges. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Remember I love they, the three I, Me too, because they they slept in the, listen to this, before, <laughs> this is way before I even knew what a gay person was. They slept in the same bed, and they would introduce each other as my partner, even though they were in no specific business. Yeah. Well, they were in the business. <laughs> my partner. I know. I love the Three Stooges still. Yes. Still. Oh, Did you ever were... see the movie Snow White and the Three Stooges? No, it's I the never... Three Stooges and Sonia Henney, the Olympic skating oh, star. Of course. Why she made a Three Stooges <laughs> movie is what agent told her Why? to do that? That's the oldest story in show business. Why? Because that's the best offer she had that month. But that's she was why. a skating star. Did she need to make a movie? Do people need to go on reality shows at the end of their celebrityhood? No. no, it's a drug and they have to keep, they just want to stay in the public well, eye. Well, don't you feel that too? People say to me, haven't you had no. Enough. Haven't you really? No, had but enough? but I would, but I wouldn't do a reality show if it if it all ended tomorrow. I wouldn't like. No, I'd like try to get out as close to the top as I could and not like slowly uh, slide down the mountain. Yeah, no, I'd go back and do. I was a puppeteer. Was the first job I ever had for children's birthday party. So I'd give a really fucked up one for the richest kid alive. <laughs> just go in and do it just for him. That would be my last show business thing. A puppeteer yeah. once. For one show. Again, the great thing is, you're, I mean, yes, it's not great to be our age, but we've settled that issue. 
We did yeah. it. They can't take it away. And if it ended tomorrow, yeah, we we I I would be so sad because we're both still enjoying our work so much. But it was like, okay, I'm you know I guess I'm just being greedy. Now. It's not going to get much better than this. It's not going to get your better. career or mine. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I right. Mean, what else can happen? And it's and it's great as it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. But what and else I, can happen? And I'm I mean, not an actor. This I'm not a greedy guy. I don't have yeah. to do this and be a singer. <laughs> I wish I could sing. I would have exploited that already but uh yeah. i have two grammy nominations i mean i wish i was six too but god fucked up but you know yeah. what can i say Couldn't sing um uh, yeah have you ever but, tried to sing have you ever sang on your show i used to sing at the end of uh i did a hawaii show 12 years for 12 years just stopped doing it on new year's eve and we would always sing smile charlie chaplin's theme song because i thought oh i'm a comedian i should sing a comedian song it was 100 years old stood the test of time and it was new year's you sang it by yourself no okay uh we used to have like celebrities who were in town always in town and on hawaii in honolulu and maui and they would woody harrelson helped us eddie vetter used to help us sean penn we had a lot of i would bring people on the trip it was a vacation mm -hmm. every year and i really enjoyed singing that and for some reason i can hit the notes in that song smile <laughs> so I'm not I'm not a great singer, but it's not a, an abomination. And everybody else, and of course, when you have people like Joe Walsh came one year and played it with Eddie Vedder, you know, it was magical. Just to, you know, you see that. But you did this on TV or just no, at no, your no, own no, life? no, no. This was a lot. This was my annual your party. Yeah, well, yeah, it was. But a it work, wasn't televised. It was a no. It oh, was okay. a work, it was like so you my, did this in your private life. I'm saying, yeah. have you ever sung on your show ever? No, oh God, no. No, but <laughs> if I had to, that's the song I would sing yeah. because I'm practicing. I think you it. should do it. Yeah. I th don't like think like Dinah Shore, see the USA in your Chevrolet. <laughs> well, Dinah Shore was a singer. <laughs> I know she was, and now they have a lesbian golf tournament named after her. She wasn't a lesbian. I find that so amazing. The Dinah Shore golf thing is the lesbian Woodstock. Imagine trying to have to explain Dinah Shore to someone in their twenties. Where, well, do you, where do you where do you be? She was the female Perry Como. She was great, Dinosaur. But then she dated okay, Burt Reynolds. How did that ever happen? I don't happen? think the female Perry Como would really explain it to no. them. No. Uh, Perry, but she was, what would she be like today? <laughs> Perry Como, kids. He was the, known as like the most, was he 50s, 60s? But he wore like, yeah, 50s. And he wore like cardigans, what right. my mother loved. He, he was the right. nicest he was, he man. Was known, he was known as such a relaxed singer. Yeah. That SCTV once did a, a parody, I can remember like it was yesterday, where he's, it's a Perry Como special, and they literally carry him in where he's lying. He's lying on a bed with his head on the side and the microphone just propped up next to it. And he's singing, celebrate, come on. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Perry Como. So Dinah Shore, I feel, was a little hipper than Perry Como. I think she was probably a lot hipper. She was a, a southern blonde, but not like dumb southern. She was just like, she was very. But she was wholesome. She was very wholesome. wholesome. but kind of hot. Well, she dated Burt Reynolds later, yes. which I thought was very confusing. Burt Reynolds, kids, you should know. I'm not going to go into Burt Reynolds, but he... Well, he was the first male pinup that was, and also hairy. I loved him. I love Burt Reynolds, because he was that guy when I was a, a kid who was like, I want to be him. I, I didn't. Oh, God. Why? 
I thought he's he was like, creepy, like a swinger, like a, I don't know, like he'd go to Plato's retreat. <laughs> he did? No. No, I said he felt like he would. And I always thought, no, he like, didn't. Not no, Bert, I didn't say Burt did. Reynolds didn't have to go to Plato's retreat. Burt Reynolds didn't have to go to anywhere. No, he was uh, definitely a sex symbol. He was not to me. He oh. was a straight bear. He, what? He was a straight bear, hairy, very hairy. But isn't a bear fat? Yeah, well, he they was, could be a skinny one. They're obvious. He, I remember him no, he, coming out on the Tonight Show, no, he, and, and right. he'd be snapping that gum. He'd be chewing gum, oh. and he and he had like super tight jeans and a super tight shirt. Yep. He looked fucking awesome, and he was a full ass man. A, but he was a oh, stud. Would, he was a stud, of, and you knew. Oh, he sounded but, like he would have hung and, around with Trump. And you know what's so funny? You know who he hung around with? Who? His little. He had a little coterie of gentlemen who he hung around with, all gay. Really? Charles, no, you don't know this? Yeah, no. Charles Nelson Riley. Yeah. I hope, I hope I'm not outing all of these, but I don't no. think it's just, No. Paul Lind. Well, yeah, you're not outing Paul Lind. <laughs> okay, at the time, he yeah, was not yeah. out. Well, he was as bad as that you could be. He on was not. He no. was the, he was on the center te- square on the Hollywood square. And making gay jokes, though, in a maybe, way. Maybe yeah. no, he was, that you were receiving. Yeah. America did not know no, Paul. You probably didn't. He was yeah. the center square on the Hollywood because they would not have made that a gay man. And they always said he died of poppers, but I read the, he didn't. I read the poppers. biography of him. Really? You know, of course I know, but like he that didn't. killed him? Well, you can die if you do too many. I guess you can OD on poppers. How mortifying. Right. It wasn't a thing in the gay community that you would, you would snap it under your nose right as you were coming? Well, right before you come. But straight people did that too. That wasn't just gay. I promise you. Oh, I don't believe you. You never did poppers during sex. Not during sex. You never. I used to do it like in department stores with friends and like be crazy. Like, did you ever see that Lars von Trier's movie where they all acted retarded? You can't ever say this today, but they would go out in departments and go, <laughs> and then people would run from them. It's really good, but it's no. very politically incorrect. But we would just do Wait. that. We did them on roller coasters going up the hill. A big hit of poppers and then go down. Yeah, you never did them for sex. No, it was That's like amazing. college, and it was it was the same stuff as poppers, but it was a little packet. Anyway, it was amyl nitrate. Yeah, amyl nitrate. Yeah. It was the stupidest drug I ever did. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> It was so short. It was yeah, like, that's why. You know, how bad could it be? It was three minutes. But it was like you'd turn red. You, yeah, you your did. heart would smell like dirty tennis shoes and you got a headache. But it was fun. <laughs> why did you say it's fun? That because does not you describe. didn't do it sexually. Try it. Oh, right. Well, it looks a little too late now. No, it isn't. But Go wh- get some tonight. Rush. It's called. Go down the store. Go oh, down the pink dot. Right, They'll deliver it right. to you. Right. I'm going to put it all on the line, John, at 67 and do poppers now. Right. Well, it's better than Coke. You do one Coke line of Coke and you drop do, that of fentanyl. I wouldn't do that either. No, me either. But I'm saying. But what do you, why in a department store? Just because it would freak people out. We would just go in there. Oh, I see. And then just to make cause trouble. And then sometimes it would freak people out while somebody else would shoplift because they'd you, be looking at you. What do you think about this? woman who claims that Trump raped her in a department. Well, my favorite thing is that Trump (laughs) had the nerve to say that historically it was correct, that grabbing pussy was fine, and then had the nerve to say to the female prosecutor, you're not my type either. I couldn't (laughs) believe he said that. And he's a free man. (laughs) He's an unbelievable man. But that is amazing he had the balls to say that. Well, balls is not his problem. And who's his type? Who would be his type? I mean, imagine blowing him. Oh, my God, what a horrible thought. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> but he definitely had a type. Yeah, he did. And yeah. look, I'm, let's definitely not, he did. Let's, but I'm saying, not, who would be, 
for a woman, what type would like him? Obviously, gold diggers, I guess, you know. But yeah. that, you, that, you got to be deep, digging deep to get gold for that. I, no matter, no amount of money would be worth it. Well, I think but when he, I, I mean, when he was around when I was young, he was a liberal. He was in Studio 54. Of course, exactly. He like, yeah, he wasn't this. No, he wasn't this. And everybody I know who knows him, everybody has said the same thing. He wasn't like that before he was president. And maybe he wasn't even like that off camera when he was president. But I think the presidency made him that character. Well, he won by acting time. like that. What? He won by acting like that. But right. he got worse. Right. He, he followed the crowd that liked whatever, whatever got a, a good response at his rallies. Like he was just like a comedian. He'd keep the bit in. But we do that too. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. We do that. Yeah. But we're but we're not the president. I know. It, like if the bit, the wall, the whole thing, he didn't think about, like, how can I solve them? He, he just one day said, we should build a wall. And it got a huge applause. And he was like, I'll keep that bit in. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all that guides him. People think, but okay, on the, on the women thing, he's had pretty women. I'm not going to lie. I can't take that away yeah, from him. I, to me, a pretty woman would be like Verushka or like... Uh, Verushka. Remember her? No. She was a model in the 60s. Oh. Um, to me, she... No, they were hair hoppers to me all the way. Hair hoppers? Yeah, hair hopper is a person that spends too much time on their hair without ironing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about ironing? <laughs> Well, I have a book called Extreme Ironing. That's my favorite book I own. It's pictures of people ironing all volcanoes, lavas going next to them, on speedboats, skiing. There is a book called Extreme Ironing. You should get it. It's really Ironing? Cool. Like ironing yeah, your clothes? clothes? They're all on an ironing board ironing with the lava coming out. It's all pictures of extreme ironing. And they're really it's there. Yeah. It's not Photoshop. I think so. So the the idea is you that go with an iron board and iron in the most <laughs> in the most dangerous situation. It's so good. I love. There it. is no possible reason I for love this book. To the be. human mind. There is just nothing <laughs> too depraved. But that's or so delightful or weird that they will not have thought of it and then done it. I know. It's so. How can anybody ever say they're bored? No, exactly. Not when there's extreme ironing in the world. <laughs> I know. That is wow. Talk about irony. But can you iron? Can I iron? I can't. If I have to, of course, anyone can if they have to. I, I don't. I I remember doing it many times. Yeah. No, did I ever think I did it great and mastered the skill? No. But I mean, for fuck's sake, you know, <laughs> if you can't like approximate it, no. Could I do it <laughs> at the foot of a volcano? I probably would. Would not. be too nervous to do it properly. <laughs> but. Okay, so wait a second. Donald Trump is in Bergdorf's, right? And he grabs pussy. And I remember... Well, you remember Bergdorf? There was tiny little rooms with nobody else in them. Each designer had okay. a little room. It was empty up there. Right, but you, so you're saying you think Donald Trump, as much of a, of a monster as he is, would do that in a department store, would actually rape well, someone, like... I believe I read story. I believe what she said. She, I mean, she didn't say they were naked on top of. No, no, but she did say he penetrated her with his with his penis. I mean, that's full on did rape. She? Yes, I just read Not it in finger. the paper. This is E. Jean okay. Carroll. We're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we used I, to have her on Politically Incorrect. I liked her a lot. And my amazing thing, though, the thing I didn't know that there was some other movie supposedly that the defense brought up that had that exact plot, which <laughs> she said I didn't know that. Well, I can imagine there's somebody's that done everything. Do I believe her? Kind yeah. of I do, yeah. 
I do believe her. It's yeah. certainly possible. Yeah. But it just seems because like, so many other people said that. Whoever thought Harvey Weinstein would have done that? All those things, all those times. But, I, but that was in a hotel room. This was in a department. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Have you to ever be that... been to Bergdorf upstairs where the high fashion is? It's completely empty. There's just little cubicles that one woman that's rich enough to go in there. It's not right. like in the middle of a department store. Yeah. There is fingering room. <laughs> <laughs> there are spaces for possible fingering to happen. Do you ever see something like that in the news that makes you want to like write a... a movie around it well the dalai lama asking a child to suck his tongue exactly i mean there's something something, like that the pope's gonna say eat my ass to the next (laughs) baptism i mean (laughs) anything can happen you read you read it and you think what was he why would he have said no but drawn as you are to the macabre are there stories like that that make you go oh i could i could weave a story edited like me with the Sashin little feather thing yeah. if I was Quentin Tarantino. If um to me I'm always inspired by something. You know, I I I save it in my bank of memories that gets twisted into some other idea somehow. But certainly I read 15 papers a day. I I go through them fast. Some of them on my phone, you know, just looking 15 newspaper yeah but i don't read every story but no, i of look course. through them all and really? you know yeah. why, why i get why I, 50, they're my soap operas like what are some of these papers that i, I get every day i look at i get delivered at home the baltimore sun the new york times the new york post the wall street journal usa today then i read online the london times the guardian the daily new york daily news the boston herald the boston globe oh my god but I don't read them all. I look through them. I know, them, but you know. even that, um, it's daunting. And I'm supposed to be up on the news. I, I, I try, but, but man, I just the idea. go through them. You know, it's my soap operas. When do you do this? Like when In between when I'm all day, you know, in between, like, especially if I'm on an airport or I'm in a, uh, you know, when I wake up, I look through, I don't, when I write in the morning, I don't look at anything from 8 to 11.30. But before and after I do, you know, just... During the day at some point, if I'm, may, I'll tell you, I, I'm, I'm writing and I go downstairs and make a cup of coffee. While the coffee's brewing, I look through a couple of them. You just, I feel like, and, and looking at you, you're like so svelte. I'm not that svelte. You're very svelte. Well, I, I don't go to the gym. Like, I want I, the body I, of a 98-pound weakling. I just can't I, get it anymore. <laughs> I just think you have a motor in you that churns like a lot faster that's why you're skinny I'm that's why skinny. you read 15 papers that's i think I have, some people I, just have a motor that works that ju- it's just my my dog is like that he just has a motor in him he's 15 and he runs around here like rah, 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 like get the fuck off you know i've been here and i'm gonna bark at you and it's like he's just got a motor i think you're that he guy wants to escape a lifetime of he human caresses does not want to escape <laughs> he absolutely does not but he would just because you know, well, I'm glad I have that energy. Me too. You know, I no, mean, I'm glad you do. I wish I did. You have it. Are you kidding? I you have do a TV show. You and then when you're off, you go do a stand-up show somewhere. Uh, yeah, of course. But you know do what? You have to do that. To me, of course not. No, but is it in your contract basically that no. you have to do stand Stan- in between? Contract with who? It's between. Well, you know, who's hiring me? Me. Your show. It has something to do with my show. But it isn't. Well, it does in a way, doesn't it? It helps promote it and. Um. Yes, I think doing stand-up and doing real-time do feed each other. Yeah, and you I, go I, to each city and yeah. actually 
That's yes. like a politician that's shaking hands Exa in the supermarket. Exactly. Yeah, I do you it get too. A, you get a feel for the country in a real way that you do not if you just sit in yeah. L.A. And I, yeah. by the way, I think you see that in other people who sit home in L.A. or New York. And, you know, it's funny and kind of sad. All the things I used to be able to only say about the Fox News crowd I can say about liberals now too. Like I used to always talk about the bubble that they were in, and conservatives, of course, are still in a bubble. But so are liberals. Yeah, wow. and it's it's that's just a different kind of bubble. Yeah, and that's that's I sad. The to most me. radical like, thing I can think is that I'm middle of the road <laughs> these days politically, because both ends are so ludicrous. Right. Yeah, that for once I say, oh my god, I'm no, middle of the road is the most radical thing I can say. That's because, what I'm selling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny because, you know, it's not so funny. It's not funny. <laughs> but it's what is kind of funny, though, is that even though like when you read 15 papers or even me, just a few uh, or none some days, <laughs> um, it does seem like everything is falling apart. And yet when you go outside, life goes on. And life looks and, life in America. No, I passed. But America's. A, I, saw, I just came back from Paris. The city was alive. It was. They recovered better than we did. Really? I mean, it was just the whole city alive. People everywhere. Every cafe filled. You know, completely here. New York, New you York, go downtown in San Francisco. It now looks like oh. the beginning of Bo is Afraid. Have you seen that movie? <laughs> no, but I. But you should. It has some really great shit in it. What is, what is it? Bo is afraid it's Joaquin Phoenix, but it's three hours long, and he's going crazy through the whole movie. But it, oh. Patty Lapone's great in it. No, that, I mean, look. They're I, all too long movies. I, know. Every, I always say the same thing. They all need an editor. You got to kill your children. Yeah, I know. You, have the, you have to have the guts to do it. You know, just get over yourself. But now they have to be, to be taken seriously, they have to be too long, which... To me, all my movies, I mean, there should never be a comedy longer than 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. There's no good thing as a good long no. joke either. No. <laughs> I hate shaggy dog stories. And also, like, like, very often comedies, like, you know, just silly comedies, but ones I've enjoyed, like, there's really only a half hour that's good. Like, it's a half hour to get into it, which is like, I don't need it. You know, like. It should be three. I, from my old days of 16 millimeter film, a beginning, a middle, and an end, three acts. That's well, 90 minutes. But like, but only the middle, I'm saying the only the middle act is good because like the first act is about who they are. How, they how are. does he, you know, black knight, why is he a black guy in the middle ages? Because he drank this water. I don't, he's, that's the funny part. Get him in the middle ages with the Celtic jersey on. That's okay. And then the last half hour is resolving the plot. I don't give a shit how he's well, going to make it work with the girl. the plot is what makes it hit. The, the, really? The first 20 pages they always Movies say is what like gets your movie made because that's all the executives read. Is that But right? the last 30 pages are what makes it a hit. Because when they such, come out of the movie theater. That's such a wise thing. It's true. I've said this before to people yeah. who are asking me about screenwriting. Like, first of all, why are you asking me? I'm not a screenwriter. But I did try a number of times. Of course, we did everything when we were young and had that kind of time and energy. And also idleness. I had nothing else going on. And anyone can have a good idea for a movie. Sticking the landing. That's where the pay dirt is. Most of the movies that get made don't have a satisfying ending. 
Well, they you, test them so much now. That's the thing that that because of Fatal Attraction, the first well, movie that ever changed the ending because of a test screening, then they think and it worked. Is that right? The now they one? think that every movie you can make a hit. Well, if that's true, there would never be a flop. Right. Also, like something that would be a satisfying ending, I guess, to a certain audience wouldn't be to me. Yeah. You know, yeah, a, a real a, a actually I like feel bad French movies with frontal nudity. Well, who doesn't, John? Yeah, I know. That's but, what I, I mean. I like a feel bad movie because I feel good anyway. I like to go in and have movie horrify me or come out thinking, "Whoa, I, I that like took that, me." I feel somewhere. like the best ones are not—they're not feel bad, but they—but they can be sad. They can be serious, but they also aren't like so earnest. That's what I mean. That it's just about you know, like now someone it, learned something. <laughs> It's so obvious. Exactly. They lose exactly. it and they get it back and learn right. something. They used to be able to make it. That a... works. That is the thing that works in scripts. But it's what does? The first act, they have something, they lose it in the second act, and they get it back and learn something in the third. That is a hit. Like what? What would Every they Every movie. Like what? Well, name... Hairspray, and the musical. She they... lo- is the bad oh, girl. I see. She loses the boyfriend, she gets him back and wins. Um, Doesn't it... work with virginity, though. Well, these days. You can't get it. It back. might because you can. Sew it back on. Fix it back up. <laughs> switch it on and put it on your head. What do you think? Do about, anything you want. What do you think about all that? Like, well, we've already talked about that. Well, no, actually, no, I'm talking about actually sewing on body parts. Because you want to do it, fine. Of course, I'm not saying it's we shouldn't be able to do it. I'm just saying I feel like they're very cavalier about how where we are medically. I understand why it might be. The, it's a lot easier to take it away than put it on. It's not easy to do either one. Well, it's still it's not easier. Anything you do to your body that's radical like that is going to compromise your health in a very big way. Everything in the body is holistically related. And the argument would be, but then otherwise your yes. mind, you know, yes. being, okay. can, do, we won't have can to affect get into, you too. Absolutely. And, yeah. that's, and that's something that's to be considered. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But I feel like this part of it is not even considered. It's just like, oh, well, we'll snap on a penis. No, you won't. Well, you won't just is, snap that it on. Doesn't, that's rare because that really doesn't work so well, the operation. Or either way, you're doing something that your body, it's going to have a medical repercussion down the road. I'm I just saying throw the that on the- tattoos. If you want to go ahead and do it. I'm not saying that. That's not the issue, John. Yeah. I'm not saying- we Does should. it bad for you? Who's but it say? also is kind of amazing, though, that you can find a doctor these days who will do anything for you. I was reading about somebody who wanted Michael Jackson. You always could. Yes. <laughs> right. Good point. Michael you can Jack- always find a doctor that will give you what you want. This- if you doctor shop and you have enough money. Did you see the Ken guy? Some guy wanted to look like Ken. Oh, yeah. Including. Having a Barbie doll crotch. That's from Hedwig. Yeah, I know, I know. But so, Great. if but, anybody wants to have, well, I don't care. And if you, it's your I body, know. if you want to screw it up or makes you, maybe it's worth it to somebody. How great is Hedwig? Oh, he's great. He's my friend too. You know him? John Cameron Mitchell? Yeah, he's great. No, we met once. Um, but that musical is. Oh, it's great. I saw it the closing night when all four of the people who played Hedwig on Broadway came out at the end and did it. It was really great. I saw it out here in LA. Yeah. It was. It first started, you know, oh, in a punk rock club. Just so absolutely, yeah, yeah. but I mean, the score, yeah, is yeah, no, it's great. And even today, he probably gets a little trouble. What do you mean for political correctness? Because it's maybe not so politically correct today, and how radical it was when it first came out. Everything. I mean, even Pink Flamingos. You know, you can't say the word fat anymore. Right. <laughs> you can't. But, but you can. And my favorite you sure thing can is, be it. 
you can't my favorite thing is that you can't say manhole anymore you have to say maintenance hole so i'm oh like a tourette God. person when i'm trapped in an elevator with other people i start shouting mate manhole manhole because you can't say it anymore so it's it's crazy and that's that's why i say i'm in the middle you can't say uh you're not supposed to say white paper the one I heard on the radio the other day that someone still said white trash, which you definitely cannot say anymore. White trash? Yeah. That's I've, the last acceptor. I didn't think it was Yeah, acceptable. but you know but what? I heard it on the, somebody said but it the I, other day. On I, the news. I could almost guarantee if you said white trash, like we're saying right now, nothing would happen because mm. everything is about teams. You can't call trash anybody. No, I think you're wrong. You can, as long as you're making fun of the people who are on if you're white trash, you could. No. If you if you no. are a trans, you can make trans jokes. If no. you're black, you can make but Jew is no. the same way. Mostly. No. That's that takes no. part of the pressure off. I'm I'm gonna school you on this. As long as you're on the team of the woke, you're you're you can't you're you can't uh you can't make fun of the things that they prize as long as you're making fun of the stuff that the woke the kind of people that the woke fight against which are white trash i can make a thousand fat jokes about donald trump you'll never see a, a complaint on twitter mm -hmm. because the woke are the ones who do that the conservatives they may not like the fat jokes about donald trump but they are a lot easier about just brushing it off their shoulder and if you did white trash they would be like yeah i wouldn't say it again because i know it isn't funny anymore though to say white trash i mean roseanne can say it why because it's just not funny anymore because it's not new it's old and it's like what about redneck redneck you can say it, especially if but you why? are one isn't that the, well that's not, not saying the word trash right Trash is looking down at that you're less like, than other white people because you're poor. Yeah. I feel like white trash should be able to be used to to describe a certain type of person of any race the way cunt can be used to describe well, cunt, a man. As, as you know, in England is like the nice, that's, simple, sort of like you silly thing. And right. here it's like the worst thing. But you they say. don't take it literally. In other words, you don't hear when we say cunt, it's a very bad word about a woman. In England, cunt is like hot, you, you silly idiot. Right. Yeah, it's not even obscene, hardly. Well, that's what I think white trash should be. I don't. I think white trash is just a dated word that doesn't work anymore for humor. Okay. Well, I'm not going to push it. But <laughs> well, I know you have to go to a book site. I'm going to go to Book Soup, one of my favorite bookshops in the world. Fucking love that you are always on the go. And then what? You're going to go to I Ray go to San Francisco tomorrow to do uh, the San Francisco the lecture with uh, an Aubrey Aubrey Plaza is interviewing. Me. Oh, I love her. Me too. Oh, and then uh, I go home, and then I go back. Well, what about to tonight? Why oh. said we meet up at the Abbey? Because I get leave at 7 a.m. Ah, uh, so what? Yeah, we'll do yeah. some poppers. <laughs> um, we'll go to Rage. Oh, about God. Rage. 11. Oh, God. Um, no, next time I see you, when I do your show, which I think I'm doing in the fall, I want to tell me if you did poppers. Okay. And then we're going to go to uh, the Open Fist. Oh, no, it's closed now. <laughs> what was the one I liked? The Spotlight. That was the last one. I took yes. the New York Times there once when we had to do an interview with Johnny Knoxville and we did our interview at the Spotlight right before it closed. All right.
Thank you so much for Thank doing this. Thank you, Bill, this. for you having know, me I'd love this. to see your... I love it down there. I know. Great. Isn't it it's a like great... Hell's Angels play, I, Clubhouse. They took me to theirs in Baltimore. It was great. The Hell's Angels. Yeah. See, everybody loves you. I'm like, yeah, it was great to be in there. And they had axes on the wall. Everybody said, what are they for? They said, in case. <laughs> <laughs> but I asked such a stupid question. In case what? I didn't have to ask. Club. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm so glad you did this. You know, I never do this on a Monday. Club.